welcome cadets and captains to a brand new edition of M-Class Pie. Ow, 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 ow. ow, Kelly Bundy's here. Ow. I'm Jeff. Kelly Bundy. Are you Kelly Bundy? I love her. Oh, uh, I'm Jeff. <laughs> I'm Josh. And uh, believe it or not, this is Star Trek Watch Club podcast. Um, yeah. With a heart of gold, I always say, because we, we're good boys. Sure. Today, maybe. I don't. Who knows? It's Halloween today for yeah, us. It's opposite day on Halloween, so now we're ghouls. <laughs> I'm going to dress up like your father who <laughs> abandoned you. Uh, that's the scariest shit I ever heard. Yeah, don't like that. Today on Halloween, we're starting a brand new collection, and you would think, boy, it'd be late to start a Halloween collection, and it is. That's why we're not doing it this yeah. t- this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember last year when it was Halloween in, like, February? I was like, remember this year when we were still doing Halloween episodes in February? <laughs> remember, like, January 10th when it was Halloween? Yeah, I remember. Uh, we are starting Sully's Prime Directive Defective Collection. Episodes where they're like, you know what? Fuck the number one rule of the Federation, and then they just do whatever the fuck they want. Yep. As as good, all good captains do. <laughs> thank you, Sully, for the collection. Uh, thank you, Henry Torbert, for sponsoring the collection. And hey, if you want to tell us what to watch next time, if you want Halloween in February again, yeah, head on over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast and become a patron today. The appropriate pledge tiers are marked... You can read them. I don't remember. <laughs> I, I, I used to know, and now I don't. That's like that song. Uh, pledge here that I used to know. <laughs> this is a good episode. That was so like far. The, uh, that song, The National Anthem, because that's so <laughs> apropos. Uh, I'm so fucking American right now. I can feel it in yeah. my balls. We should have done this episode on the 4th of July, is when we should have done this fucking episode. <laughs> I, I, I mean, don't you watch this episode every 4th of July? I do. I got tears in my eyes when yeah. the fucking American music started playing. I time it I, so the fireworks finale is uh, right at the end of this episode. I just fire off my gun into the sky. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the 4th of July. I shove that's, my burger in my face. That's what they, You're just describing the 4th of July. <laughs> We're starting off Sully's Prime Directive Defective Collection with TOS Season 2, Episode 25, The Omega Glory. <laughs> How is this not... The the Omega Glory Hole. How is it not called that? <laughs> Come on. Uh, this episode was directed by Vincent Macavidi. Yep. Who okay. uh, is one of those guys who just directed a million fucking episodes of television back then. That was all you. That that was how it was, man. Can you imagine? Just like, what are you doing this week, uh, Vincent? I'm directing Star Trek, and next week I'm directing uh, Guns of Navarone. <laughs> yeah, I'm watch- I'm directing uh, Zorro. Yeah. the week after because he and got his troop. start. He got his start on Zorro, and then he worked on uh, the Lieutenant Petroselli, uh, mm. T.J. Hooker. Everyone worked. On Everybody TJ worked on T.J. Hooker. Diagnosis Murder and Murder She Wrote. Yo, Diagnosis Murder, my grandparents fucking rocked that shit all my childhood. You know it what was, I want to see? We were in NYPD Blue House. I want to so. see Dick Van Dyke solving medical crimes when he's 75 years old. <laughs> Still alive somehow. Um, 
Diagnosis Murder was just Matlock for people who had already watched all of Matlock. That's, you know what? That's the most accurate description I've ever heard. Uh, this episode was written by uh, Gene Stars and Stripes Roddenberry himself. <laughs> if anything is proven, Gene Roddenberry shouldn't be writing episodes of Star Trek by himself. I think this might be it. Is Spoilers. this the worst episode of Star Trek? Spoilers. I don't like this episode very much. We'll get to the <laughs> score at the end, but... We'll get to the score. Yeah, this might be, like, our worst score. I, I have a feeling. It's gonna be quite bad. <laughs> it's gonna be quite... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, dude, I, I, don't rem- I don't remember this watching this episode ever. Well, I might have deleted it out of my brain. I definitely... I feel like this is one of those episodes that, if it was on TV, I'd watch probably 20 minutes of it and then shut it off. Well, that's, that's the whole episode, and then it just keeps going. Oh, God, does it keep going, baby. <laughs> Never stops. It literally... I felt like this was going to be the rest of my life at a certain point. I was laying on the couch watching it, and I was like, I'm so bored. <laughs> I, I usually... I can't remember the last time I was watching an episode of Star Trek for the show that I just gave up and got on my phone at a certain point. <laughs> But that's what happened. Like I've watched, not even epi- I watched Threshold without getting on my phone. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's a that's ten. That's a ten out of ten. Are we gonna have to Cochran. change the Cochrane to Catfish scale? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna have to be the uh, Cochrane to I don't know Cochrane to American flag scale. Constitution, Cochrane oh, to Constitution. Cochrane to Constitution. That's there fucking genius. There we go. <laughs> um, I mean. He wrote he wrote some good episodes. Okay, no, he didn't. No, I don't think he ever wrote like a really good. Like he I mean, wrote the Cage, which is fine, and then sh- the Menagerie sh- Part One and Two, which is just the Cage again. Yeah. But then he wrote like Mud's Women, which is like real not a good episode. Charlie X, which is really like oh, funny and shouldn't God, be. God, that episode is so bad. Uh, a Private Little War, which we've I think we've done on the show before. It's is that uh, the Italian one. <laughs> a, a Private Little War is the one with the the guys in the big fake bouffant blonde hair uh, hair pieces oh. on the planet. Dude, I get that. I thought that that was the episode we watched last night. Like at first, I was like, "Oh, it's the- didn't we watch this one?" Because they're like, they're wearing the same buffon yeah. fake haircuts in this one, and it's I think it's like the same fucking like set. It's supposed to look like yeah. like a castle or some fucking shit. I don't. I don't. And know. I mean, he he wrote the story for Mud's Women and Charlie X. Somebody else wrote the actual episodes. Is that where Charlie's Angels came from? Yeah, it was Loves a spinoff. <laughs> mixed with Charlie X. Speaking of spinoffs, he wrote Assignment Earth, which was supposed to spin off into the, the secret agent time traveler who had a cat that was a woman that he fucked. Uh, you just said a bunch of shit, and I, I couldn't keep up with it. What what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, Gary Seven. Am I having a stroke? What are yeah, you saying? Yeah, you're having a stroke. <laughs> What are you saying? Uh, there was a, um, a t- the an episode of TOS that was a backdoor pilot for a TV series that oh. did uh, get produced, but was canceled after a couple episodes. Oh God! And uh, the sh- I think the name of the show was Assignment Earth. 
So they were assigned to Earth to time travel and fix oh, time problems? Assignment Earth did, never even entered production as a television series. Never mind. There was a comic book that was uh, called Assignment Earth that was a spinoff of it, but that's it. Hmm. Uh, Assignment Earth, uh, the episode, you might notice that Gary Seven uh, acts almost exactly like the Doctor from Doctor Who, uh, oh, because yeah. that's what he was pretty much meant to rip off. You mean Loki? The show Loki? Uh, Loki is like if... Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. I will say the TVA existed in comics, and it had jack fucking shit to do with Loki, and you can tell. But Loki, he's so silly. He's so sexy. <laughs> so sexy, though, and his little I don't shirt. mind that show. At least it's not the fucking uh, travesty of the Secret Wars or whatever oh, the fuck I didn't that watch shit. that. I didn't either. I watched one episode, and I was like, I don't give a fuck about any of this. It, they they did the AI opening, and I was like, nope. Yeah, that's it, was, it. That's it for me. Read, read the room, guys. Read the room. Uh, anyway, we're talking. We're gonna go real off topic because nothing fucking happens in this show. Uh, and yeah. I mean this TOS episode, not our show. Things happen. Fuck you. How dare you think that? <laughs> Jeff, stop yelling at the straw man who is listening. <laughs> uh, the Enterprise is uh, on some sort of a mission that we don't get to hear about. Anything would be better than this. They're going up to the planet Omega-4, which is a very original and cool name for a planet. (laughs) And they find uh, the USS Exeter in orbit, and uh, they're like, uh, well, let's fucking beam one over there and find out what's up. Yo, the fucking, like, redone graphics, though... I love them. I know it sucks that we don't get to see the old shitty graphics, but yeah, like... Yeah, I mean, I used to... I feel like this episode does a really good job of using the new graphics. Like, I've gone on record before saying that I don't particularly care for the new graphics. Because, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're in this weird sort of nebulous zone quite often where, like, they're they're very old and shitty looking now. Like, the, the redone graphics are yeah, from, like, not, tw- yeah. 2010, tw- 2008 or something. Yeah. So they look pretty shitty now, even. Yeah. And they're very um, interruptive to the show. Yeah, it pulls uh, this you out isn't, of it. This isn't yeah. interruptive at all. It's, like, a really seamless uh, use of them that I appreciate. The planet looks really cool. Like, it looks really cool. Um, yeah, sure, why not? Um, I like how they have the Exeter be a Constitution class because they need to use the same bridge. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Why couldn't they make it a different type of ship? I want to see they would have classes. to They would have to spend money to make another bridge. No, you just put the chairs different. <laughs> nah, no, 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 no. Come on. Look, this episode cost $20 to produce. <laughs> so. Back in 1968, that was $150. You're probably right, actually. <laughs> but um, when they go to the Exeter, all they find is uh, abandoned Starfleet uniforms with uh, rock salt coming out of them. Yeah, somebody was getting like high on the crack cocaine. They're, getting, they're bath salting. That's what happens when you use bath salt. You turn into them for the next person to get high off of. Damn, that's true fact, I think. <laughs> Don't look it up. Look it up uh, about... Let's say 20 minutes after this episode's done being recorded. It'll be there. Look, look it up when we start really tearing apart this episode and you get sick of hearing us complaining. 
Um, I feel like this episode was specifically chosen so we would hate it and make fun of it because uh, it's yeah. it's awful. Sully, if you like this episode, that's wrong. I'm sorry. I don't know hard hard not to take it personally when we get one of these. <laughs> um, Kirk uh, tries to call anybody aboard on the intercom. He's like, everybody come to the principal's office if you're Dude, there. Dude, I, I was thinking about editing it and just having like this <laughs> put the crickets in when it shows that hallway. It's just empty. Uh but um spock calls kirk kirk like has this little hopeful look on his face for a second when someone calls back but then it's just spock yeah and he's like uh all we can find is shirts and pants with rock salt in them (laughs) everyone was going commando no underwear here no underwear on the entire ship also some that are just shirts we were winnie the pooh in it all over this fucking shit forky pig in it man (laughs) Just uh, slapping dong around. They bring Galloway with them, and all oh, three... Oh, he's dead. You know he's, he's dead. You know he's dead. Uh, all three main actors pronounce his name differently. Galway? Yeah. Galway, was, Galloway, yeah. and Ge- Galloway. It's, it's, did they do that on purpose? I, like, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Because I had I always watch it. I know you do, too, with because we're old. We watch it with uh, the... The words, yeah, the captions, close captions, Captions, yeah. yeah. So it said Galloway, and then Kirk was like, Galloway, you're with me. And I was like, who the fuck is that? What is, it's like uh, sabotage again. Yeah. Uh, You say sabotage, I say sabotage. Yeah, it's a a point of contention between us. (laughs) I was just quoting what he says, but sure. That's a new point of contention between us. Add it to the list. But uh, <laughs> uh, Galway, Galloway, Galloway reports that the Exeter shuttlecraft are all there. So no one left via shuttlecraft. Yeah. I, we already know what happened, right? Like, sure. as soon as you see the salt in the in their body, like, where their uniforms are, like, I'm like, oh, they turned into salt. Is it a salt succubus? Are we doing this again? Are we again? doing it again? Is, is McCoy going to try and fuck at the whole episode again? Yeah. Yeah. The fuck? Uh, McCoy and Kirk go to the Exeter's bridge and they order Galloway and Spock to meet them. And uh, Galloway is like a lieutenant, so he's a pretty he's a pretty high rank to be being murdered off. Yeah, uh, but this is where like the whole red shirt shit comes oh, yeah. in, right? Oh yeah, all that dumb fucking shit. Uh, the red shirt <laughs> joke was probably quite funny for the first fifty years. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now it's a little old, and I'm tired of it. It's like uh, the the South Park reference of jokes. <laughs> um, <laughs> true. Uh, we learned that the USS Exeter is captained by Ron Tracy, who you just know before he even shows up is going to be a pockmarked, sweaty-ass old man, as all Damn. other officers, commanding officers of ships are. He's got a gnarly, like, cheek scar, which I'm assuming came from his polio vaccine. I don't know. (laughs) Probably true. I don't know. But, like, every time a senior officer besides Kirk shows up, they're, they're, like, the same guy. Like, they have, like, wispy white hair, a pockmarked, sweaty-ass face, and they're evil. Yeah, um... I, I I mean, how is he not an admiral at this point? He's so evil. Yeah, he's this he's, an, he's like two admirals worth of evil in this episode. He's scheming at an admiral level. 
Like, 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 why hasn't this man been promoted? That's, uh, that's, at a, least... that's a real level of measurement for M-Class Podcasts. <laughs> Scheming at an admiral level. <laughs> and also, is this where the fucking, is this where insurrection came from? This is fucking insurrection. It's, it is fairly insurrection-y, but this episode has much more America. <laughs> at least the second fucking half of it does. Uh, we we'll we have a there. while before we get there. We'll get there. Uh, McCoy finally decides to do something that a doctor would do and analyzes the crystals on the floor next to all the shirts. Which would be like the first thing I did. Yeah. But, hey, what am I? And I'm not a doctor. Wait, no, I am. You were a dick doctor. <laughs> yeah, there's no dicks here, so I guess... Uh, I guess I'll go back to the ship. But uh, basically, the crystals are made up of what in 1961 we thought the human body was made up of without water in it. <laughs> uh, they find a tape, uh, a log, ship surgeon log, left by Carter, the doctor on board, who does the Star Trek thing of yelling at the camera, then dying, giving us I- exposition. I thought, like, my leading theory up to this point was that the crew jerked themselves off to death. <laughs> and they didn't have any, like, liquid IV to, like, no, they didn't, drink. They, did, they didn't uh, power-aid themselves back yeah. and just ended up as salt on the ground. And that's why the doctor was, like, jerking off. He had, like, that jerk-off camera going on. <laughs> What? Like you know, like like what your like keyboard sees when you're jerking. Oh, uh, okay. That makes more sense. I was like, he set up a camera to jerk off. It's like it's- a POV of his computer as his he's jerking off to like, I don't know, Mugatus or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. The fetishes of the future are wild. Yeah, I can't. They have to track. get more and more extreme, right? Salt monster! But only Captain Tracy, Ron Tracy, they just call him Ron every time they talk to him, uh, has remained alive by staying down on the planet's surface. Somehow beaming down to the planet's surface keeps you alive. Sure. That, sure. Sure. Kirk, again, uh, because this is TOS, does no research, does no tests, just immediately follows the directions and beams down to the planet. He's like, well, let's go. And, uh, and then they do. In, in the video of <laughs> Carter, his uniform looks like a fucking, like... It's like the lighting makes his uniform look, like, wild compared to what it's supposed to look like. Oh, I didn't notice And then that. when it shows it on the ground, it's blue, like a normal uniform. Oh, that's weird. But it's, like, it's straight up, like, greenish-brown in the video. I was like, what is he wearing? I think that might be your colorblind eyes. No, I'm looking at the photos right now. Yeah, but you're still looking with your eyes. I'm looking at photos. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but your eyes. (laughs) No, 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 no. no. Cones and shit. God damn, this is a blurry-ass photo. Um, (laughs) Let me put my other eyes on. Blop, blop. No. Put them on your fingers like in Beetlejuice. I'll send it to you in the chat. Okay, yeah, that looks pretty brown. I used Josh's eyes for this, so you can't say anything. Yeah, uh, this lighting is bad. It's just bad. Uh, well, that's the thing about uh, the lighting on TOS is like using a different light makes the uniform look the wrong fucking color. It's so crazy. Like that's why we have the command gold to this day. Although it Dude, became it's... command red, but whatever. You mean red shirts? <laughs> 
<laughs> Am I fired? Yeah. No. <laughs> Bye. Um, they uh, there are a bunch of uh, Asian folks wearing uh, mm. Mongol outfits, which lets you know exactly what type of episode you're about to get into. Yeah, just remember it's 1968 or so. And when they beam down, and they're about to behead uh, a blonde man, and yeah. Captain Kirk can't stand for that, so he stops. <laughs> He's like, stop, Mongol savages. <laughs> yeah, they use like, the word savages a lot in this episode, but they're talking about honkies, so whatever. Yeah, but, but um, then they're not. There's a part later where uh, where he, they're like, yeah, the the white man even started to look like the native Indians oh, of America. Oh, yeah, exactly. And I was like, dude, No, they, they don't. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, nah, I don't think you've ever seen a Native American. Apparently not. But, like, Captain... white as fuck. They, like, stop the beheading, and Captain Tracy comes out, and uh, he's got a fucking phaser, and he's like, everybody, stop. <laughs> and... <laughs> We learned that Captain Tracy has been living amongst the Combs, uh-huh. uh, people uh, who are dressed like Mongols who are in war with the Yangs, who are, uh, they keep calling them savages. They just want to kill. They just want to murder. They don't talk. Yeah. They're like Viking, barbarian-y looking. Yeah. They're like, uh, well, they're like white people. They're savage and they want to destroy. They're white people. Um, yeah, maybe he was onto something, this Gene Roddenberry. I don't think he thought of that at all. There is a fucking bulldozer outside. Uh, much more interesting than this episode. We should watch that. What in the fuck is going on? Oh my, I fucking hate They're playing. dozing your plant. They're dozing your house, man. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I live there. But um, Tracy's like, there's a natural immunity to the disease that we caught. Uh, again, there's no real explanation of how this they makes, caught the disease. This makes no goddamn sense yeah. whatsoever. As long as they remain on Omega-4, they don't uh, die of the disease. That's the, How does that work? And you can like, never leave. But it's so stupid. Like, they wouldn't be immune to it. They... You know, like like you haven't lived on that planet yeah. enough to garner the same immunities as people who have lived on the planet. Right. There's no, uh, there it, is a vast misunderstanding of herd immunity happening in this episode, just like there is in real life. <laughs> 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 oh shit! You know, maybe this Gene Roddenberry was on to something. Yeah, maybe this Gene Roddenberry was the world's first anti-vaxxer. <laughs> Like, yeah, I guess it's supposed to be kind of like how the conquistadors brought over like like yellow fever to the uh, Except South the America. Opposite. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but like the people who live there like still died from it. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, well, my problem with this episode isn't so much the uh, complete misunderstanding of virology. Uh, <laughs> like that fucking sucks, right? Like, it's yeah. re- it would be real easy to crack a science book and learn that's not how it works. Right. Um, it's that we literally never learn where this disease came from. It's from the wars. No, 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 no. They caught the disease on the ship. Right. Well, I guess it's because they came back to the ship. So, like, well, they don't talk about catching a disease on the planet, though. That would be an explanation. No, they get it from the planet and then they brought it to the ship. You're adding that because that's what it's that in our minds that makes sense. That's what it's supposed to be, but no one in the episode ever says that. 
I think the Captain uh, Ron, Captain Ron, Captain Ron, Captain. <laughs> I think Stabin. he says that. I think he says like, yeah, they went back to the ship, and if you would have gone back to your ship, you would have killed everybody. That's what he says. I think you have written this for. I him. believe it happened. I may but have been on possible. my phone. I may have been on my phone. <laughs> Look, I'm not defending this fucking episode. I may have been watching the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon <laughs> from the 80s. Let's just talk about that. Uh, that show is so funny, and it's not supposed to be. No, um, no. I, I do actually really like it, uh, because it's so silly. But anyway, uh, the Combs and the Yangs have been at war forever. Like, they uh, they hate each other, they're at war, and uh, they have a natural immunity that the planet's environment gives them that means that as long as you stay on Omega-4, you'll never die of the Omega-4 disease. Makes sense to me. So, um, <laughs> they, they go into a building that we will be using for every set from now on. It's like an office, like, like a regular, <laughs> just like some guy's office from like yeah. 1965. It's, it's somebody's office and they have hay on the floor. <laughs> oh, and there's a racist Mongolian guy there. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, every, like none of the Asian actors ever have a single line in the entire episode. I could have sworn it was Sulu. gonna. <laughs> this right, episode yeah. is, it's so telling of the time, right? Where even in. A television show that's supposed to show a bright and shining future where uh, Japanese folks and uh, black women can work side by side and have ranks above even white men. Yeah. Uh, and then we go to a planet that's a racist Mongol planet. <laughs> yeah. Look, I thought it was going to be the yins and the yangs. Why didn't they do that? Oh, right, because there's a reason. But um, ching. <laughs> yeah, there's a stupid fucking reason, yeah. Yeah. But um anyway, the Captain Tracy came down and he used Federation technology to kill a bunch of Yangs, like thousands of them. Yeah, he's and just like blasting. So I started So I blasting. started blasting my phasers. Yeah, I'm going through fucking phaser energy packs <laughs> like fucking Pez dispensers, dude. And, and like so he's become the leader of the Combs because he he blasted so good. And the combs are like, we love fireboxes, and we call them that because we're racist stereotypes. Yeah, it, th like, we call them that, and even though Tracy has told us what they are, <laughs> yeah, because we, it, because the writers are racist. Anyway, yeah, uh, Gene Roddenberry had a, a beautiful vision of the future, but he was certainly a man of his time. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't see past his own foibles. But I think this is the. First appearance of the Prime Directive. Yeah, they say the Prime title. Directive. Yeah, it's not uh, General Order One anymore. It's the Prime Directive. I like how in uh, a better show they talk about how they changed it, the name. So oh yeah, we call the, it the Prime Directive now. In yeah. Strange New Worlds, they yeah. they talk about General Order One becoming the Prime Directive, mm -hmm. and Pike's mm -hmm. like, "That'll never catch on. It'll never <laughs> stick." <laughs> I do like that show. Yeah. Except for you hate the aliens. Uh, I, I hate... What am I, a racist? I hate all aliens now? No, you hate the... I meant like the... Uh, uh, the Gorn. The Gorn, Like yeah. the Gorn just being xenomorphs from Alien is dumb as fuck. They're like Dilophosaurus xenomorphs. Yeah, they even have the three... The spit. They have the three life cycle points like the fucking yeah. xenomorph does. Egg, even. baby, 
xenomorph. Dumb as fuck. Anyway. Uh, also, they they impregnate a different species and burst out of them now. Yeah, too, so. and then they die. Then that species dies. Dumb as fuck. Anyway. It's so stupid. Uh, Captain Tracy has been interfering with the evolution of life on this planet by using Federation technology. This is a perfectly clear-cut example of breaking the Prime Directive for one one's own goals and purposes. Fucking Kirk is, like, heartbroken. Yeah. He's like, the fool. The, the fool. The, the giant fool. The idiotic moron fool. Yeah, he's, he's heartbroken. This is, uh, the Prime Directive is what the Federation is built upon. And, I mean, you can argue one way or another about it, but, like, uh, there is a problem with playing God. Uh, you, yeah, you well, play you can't God. take a phaser and kill, like, thousands of people. <laughs> you can't just mow through half an army on a planet and call it a day. Dude, I really wanted to see that. I, w- I wanted to see Captain Ron just, like, vaporizing entire legions. If you want to see the aftermath of that, watch episode the end of episode two of The Fall of the House of Usher. <laughs> that okay, is exactly okay. what it looked like. Okay. I haven't started that yet. Anyway, the... Uh, is Usher in it or is it Cisco? I get them confused. Uh, well, Usher's name is Usher, so I would imagine <laughs> he would be in it if anyone was. <laughs> but one of them is in She's All That, and it's Usher, I think. Yes, it is Which, Usher. What what movie is Cisco in? The Thong Song. <laughs> <laughs> I get them confused. But anyway, uh, this this episode... Uh, will not spark any debate about the Prime Directive because uh, Captain Ron is a psychopath who is not doing anything for anyone's benefit except his own. He's admiraling. He's fucking aiming for that promotion, dude. He's fully trying to uh, bottle immortality and then sell it. Yeah, which doesn't doesn't make make any sense. sense. There's no money. Yeah, where are you gonna get paid from, dude? You like what do you what do you need money for? Yeah, they talk about credits in TOS a few times, which uh, doesn't jive with the rest of the timeline. But uh, even yeah. during this time, they don't talk about it very much. No, they don't. And like even again in Strange New Worlds, when they go to Toronto with Laon and Kirk, and she's like, "Oh, right, like money." <laughs> <laughs> And Kirk's like, what do you mean? Because, like, in his universe, they had money still, They right? go to Toronto. Yeah, they go to Toronto. <laughs> because that's where they film the show. They're like, let's go outside today. We're having class outside today. Uh, that's, that's always a great day. <laughs> Not in Toronto. It's cold. But uh, McCoy's like, uh, this seems like, um, the virus seems like it's uh, very akin to the type of viruses that were used during the biological wars of the 1990s. I think we all remember surviving those. Uh, did we survive? <laughs> Monica Lewinsky, am I right? Oh my god. How dare she give a blowjob? Give a blowjob. What a monster. First person ever to get a, give a blowjob in the Oval Office, I yeah, tell you. it's never happened before <laughs> or since. <laughs> it's probably happening, like, right now. Also, uh, it's incredibly wild that she was blamed for it. Yeah. What a country. Yeah. What a country. Good thing this episode isn't about America. No, oh, no, wait. No, no, no. <laughs> Not yet. Only two more hours until we get there. <laughs> oh, my God. Spock and Galloway burst in, and Galloway's been uh, speared, even though he doesn't really have a 
he doesn't have any mark on him until he's laying on the ground, and then he does. He's just holding his guts in. Like he's got his hand on his on his like chest, and then when he lays down, there's a mark above where his hand is now, and like a hole in his shirt, and it wasn't like, there before. The hundred and fifty dollars needed to go to the office they rented to shoot the scene. <laughs> it wiped him out. Desilu was like, "Look, we have to do, we have to bring on Harpo Marks this week. We can't afford it." Yeah, we need a benefactor this week. But uh, they're like. Galloway is like, oh, the Yangs ambushed us and they stuck me with their pokey thing and they're violent and evil. And Spock's like, he's right about a few things and wrong about others. And I was like, Spock, come on. Yeah. yeah. The man is he's, bleeding out. He's like, well, Captain Ron was right about the savages yeah. being savages. They're savages. <laughs> Fucking savages savaging. Jesus, man. But then he's like... Uh, Captain Ron did use his phaser technology to help the Combs. He fucking shot a million Yangs, killed them. Yeah. Fucking genocided them, man. And Kirk's gonna call the Enterprise, and Tracy comes in and gun points him, and he's like, give me that fucking shit. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> Which is crazy for him. It's like, God damn, this is the 60s. Damn, this dude is an admiral. But he's allowed, because he's, he's an admiral. <laughs> You can say fucking shit if you're an admiral. Uh, but Galloway tries to reach for his phaser, so Tracy uh, evaporates him instantly. Well, that takes care of one character we don't care about. <laughs> God, this episode goes on for so long. I feel like we're not even close to no, like. No, they're not even about... in the jail cell yet, and we're 33 oh minutes God. into this. Let's speed this up a little bit. <laughs> Uh, Tracy calls up to uh, the Enterprise, and he's like, the landing party passed out from too much fucking partying, baby. We're having a great time down here. Uh, And then Kirk tries to call for Sulu, and then they fucking karate chop him. Yep. Um, The, uh... God, what the fuck happens in this show? Um... (laughs) Then yeah, Tracy's then, like, oh, they have extremely long lifespans. My guard, woo, how old are you? And he's like, oh, I've, I've made 45 turns of the dog turkey. moon. <laughs> and Year of the chicken. Or and he's the like, yeah, the, the turkey moon happens every <laughs> 400, every like... Uh, 11 uh, years. Every like 11 years. So he's actually 400 years old. And his yeah. dad's over a thousand and Kirk's like, okay. And Kirk looks at him like, oh, wow. And, like, Wu, like, gives an evil smirk. What I'm is like, why is he evil smirk? <laughs> why would he even understand how long that is? Yeah, he's like, haha, bitch, I live longer than you. He would just be like, what are you talking about? Like, this is the way it is. Like, what are like, you, he age, know. age, like, halflings? What are you fucking talking yeah, about? What are you, we, like, we have those there. over here? <laughs> But uh, he's like, we need to isolate the calls for their super immunity and their super old age, and then uh, we're going to fucking sell it, baby. Yeah, and Kirk's like, fucking insurrection. Kirk's like, what? He's like, yeah, I need your help to keep the Yangs at bay. You need to give me a bunch of phasers and battery packs. He's like, I need 69 phasers. And 420 <laughs> battery packs. <laughs> But uh, and then Kirk tries to fight him and loses fucking horribly. <laughs> Dude, he's been hanging out with like the Yang, the Combs who have like samurai swords, and he loses a karate fight. Like he, like 
Tracy beats the shit out of him. And I was like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> Dude, there's so many, like, roll-on-the-ground, non-choreographed fights in this episode. It's, yeah. like, absurd. And he gets thrown into a jail cell with um, the savages. Yang C1 and Yang C2. Yeah, Yang, Yang male and Yang female. And they yeah. take turns... Uh, punching the shit out of him over and over yeah. again. I laughed at the part when he was like, Spock, make sure I'm awake. <laughs> <laughs> like, I laughed what? at the part where he jumps behind the woman and uses her as a human shield. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, that's not gonna work. Like, he just gives up on that one. Yeah. I was like, that's some evil shit you're doing right now, Kirk. <laughs> like, uh, dude. Uh, then there's, um, I would say, conservatively, 35 minutes of them going in a circle around in this cell, <laughs> jumping at each other and doing doing a few karate moves and then jumping back again. It's Dragon Ball Z as fuck. It's like a whole episode of fighting. Nothing happens. Oh my god. Dragon Ball Z is so enjoyable and this is so unenjoyable <laughs> in every way. At least Dragon Ball Z, like, they draw it so it's planned out, yeah. right? This is like, there's no choreogra- yeah. choreography at all. They're just like, fucking jump at him. Jump at him. There, there's a part when he, like, clearly the Yang dude raises his hand so Kirk can flip him over. Oh, and yeah. It's like, ugh, this is... This Good. is action-packed, baby. I'm having a great time. Yeah, yeah, this is great. I love this episode. Uh, it keeps cutting back to Spock not making an expression and staring off camera. Dude, <laughs> it's like he's like, oh yes, oh, but you do get the fucking song. That that is. You get that. Yeah, the. Uh, Spock wants to fuck song. Yeah. Yeah. Except he doesn't want to fuck. He's just staring dispassionately. And it keeps cutting back to him every couple seconds. This episode's bad. This is a bad episode, (laughs) folks. I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, Kirk says freedom. We have to get our freedom. Oh, here we go. And the the blonde-haired guy is like, Freedom? It's like Solomon Grundy, dude. How you know this word, freedom? Born on a Monday. Solomon Grundy won't pants, too. <laughs> but he's like, uh, you know the word freedom? Why didn't you talk? And he's like, because you work with Combs. And he's, it's like the dumbest fuck. It's like now this guy speaks like perfect. Yeah. English. Like, I wouldn't call it perfect, but. No, but. He speaks Southerner English, but. um, <laughs> Damn. Gotcha, everyone, including me. But yeah. uh, the uh, Kirk reasons with them, and he's like, uh, Spock has figured out a way to open, to pull one of the bars out. And then Kirk and the Yang guy pull a bar out. And Kirk's like, I'll get you out of there in a second, Spock. And the Yang just fucking beans him in the back he of the head and knocks him, him out. with an iron rod, dude. And then uh, the... The Yangs escape and they just leave Kirk unconscious on the ground. <laughs> and this is this is still not the end. No, this is of the this, liter- scene. this is the literal middle point this of this middle- episode. <laughs> we are fucking thir- almost forty minutes into this episode and we've hit the middle point. There isn't enough episode to talk about this episode. We'll be right back after these messages. After these messages. <laughs> We'll be right back. 
There's something strange in the neighborhood. So who's gonna call? Ghostbusters! Okay, where are those ghosts? Yow! They're everywhere. I'll reel this one into Ecto-1. Bagman, over here, it's Bug-Eye. I think he's got his eye on you, Winston. Uh-oh, somebody needs a dentist. Watch it, that's Squisher. I've been goofed. Gross. Let's turn these ghosts into neutronize them. Ghostbusters eat sold separately from Kenner. We ain't afraid of no ghosts. Yeah. Welcome back from those messages. We only have six more hours to go. Buckle in. This is like a marathon. Like, you know, like I always can tell when an episode sucks when we're like, my God, this is, we're not even halfway done yet. <laughs> I had that moment in real life watching the episode. I was like, yeah, how I much of too. this is left? I'm going to get like a sandwich or something when it's done. This and I paused like, it, and it was at the exact halfway moment where we're at right now. This was like I was watching The Watchmen. I was like, what part are we at? Are we oh, at the God. part where they fuck in the, <laughs> the owl-mobile? <laughs> oh, you that's... can tell it's for adults because they fuck in the owl-mobile. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck, man. Everything's so stupid all the time. True. Kirk wakes up. Everybody's so stupid. Everyone, Everyone but, but me. me. Kirk wakes up, and he's like, Spock, how long, what's, what happened? And he's like, you got knocked out. It's been seven hours and eight minutes. Yeah. Thanks Kirk, for waking me up, buddy. Kirk's like, seven hours and eight, 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 eight. All right, all right. And then he looks at the window where all the bars are out, and he's just like, Ah, all right. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even try to go out the window. They find fucking uh, keys on the floor. Y yeah, where I, did the keys I, come from? I guess the implication is that the Yangs left them for Ah, uh, that makes sense if they would have, like, shown that. Yeah, also it doesn't make sense for how the Yangs treat them the next time they see them. Yeah. Yeah, no, dude, I mean, none of this makes any fucking sense but uh they go into mccoy's little room that he's been held in this whole time where he like leers at an asian woman for a second yeah and she then, brings him like some fucking like general toes or whatever and she uh well that's not racist but well, uh, the, no it looks like um it looks like chicken like it looks yeah, like it, it's, it, it does look like a pile of chicken yeah, on a plate yeah and uh, he give he gives her the look like uh, any old McCoy age man gives to a young woman who's nice to him. Yep. And then uh, they break in, and McCoy's like, "Hey, good morning." Yeah. And they're like, they "Good morning." <laughs> yeah. They chop karate chop woo woo's done. He's down. He's he's out of the episode. I don't know if it's woo. It's a different woo. Uh, <laughs> the um. <laughs> But they figure out that the uh, plague which killed the Exeter's crew was the results of biological warfare similar to experiments researched on Earth in the late 20th century in the 1990s. And McCoy's like, can you believe we fucked with this shit? And yeah. I was like, yep. <laughs> I believe we're still doing it. Yeah. Uh, the plague still exists, but after this war, the planet's ecosystem... Uh, developed like an immunity and that ended up in the people because of natural evolution McCoy says uh, like the longer you stay on the planet the more of the immunization agent you get and that makes no sense no it doesn't and 
you um are get completely over the thing. They're they're over. They can leave. Yeah, here's the thing about that though too. Like, yeah, sure. Like the things in the environment have like curative properties like things in our environment do like antibiotics right sure but you have so to take them you have to take them <laughs> it doesn't so just why not just around like, in the air yeah, and shit you know, why not just be like yeah it's in like this plant or the fucking chicken that we fed you or what you yeah know, who do, you know who knows yeah but instead it's just in the air you just exist there and it goes into you but um, they're not like a fountain of youth. The inhabitants' lifespans are a byproduct of evolution. He says, basically, if you want to have a nuclear war, uh, maybe the people born after it will live longer, but it hardly yeah. seems worth it. Yeah, well, that's the thing with plagues, right? Like, after the the bubonic plagues, like, people got healthier, but... I mean, a lot a of people of, got less healthy, a, a, too. A third or to half the world's population died. So, yes. like, yeah, what do you, you know. Uh, that, of course, has nothing to do with any diseases that might be happening right now that governments are ignoring. No. Anyway, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, uh, they're like, we've, we've partially fixed the transmitter so that now we can uh, signal the Enterprise to beam them up. And then... Uh, Captain Ron steps through the door and fucking blasts the panel. And he's like, you're not going nowhere. And Spock gets, like, fucking ricocheted from yeah. the phaser or something. I don't know what happens to Spock. He jumps backwards, and he's he's on death's door for the rest of the episode. <laughs> and then they put so much green makeup on him, and he looks like he's fucking sick as shit. Yeah, he got greener. Yeah. <laughs> Which seems like it would be healthier. For a Vulcan to be greener. Yeah, like how... I don't know. What is healthy, like a healthy glow for, like, humans? Red? Like a tan? Like a, like a deeper tan? tan? Yeah, I guess. Or a, yeah. a, like a deeper melanin? Can't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm redheaded, so I've never looked that no, way. There's so no melanin in you. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm, a ba I'm a basically like a sack that's like a... Like a like a grocery store bag with <laughs> organs in it. <laughs> uh, Tracy is all burnt up and shit, and he's like, the Yangs attacked, and we killed them with our phasers, but they attacked us, and they they just kept coming, and they kept coming. Yeah, he just mowed them all down. Like, And I was like, uh, where's that part? No, we don't get to see any of that. Oh. They can't do the turning red and disappearing special effect more than a couple times an episode. <laughs> 150 bucks. Uh, but they're like, you told the Yang prisoners about us and warned them of the attack, and that's why they knew. Yeah. And Kirk's like, I don't give a fuck about any of this. Spock needs to go back to the Enterprise for medical attention. My boyfriend needs help. Yeah. And that's, is this when he, when Kirk tells Captain Ron, like, look, if you just would have gone back, you'd have been fine. Yeah. He's like, look, we are all immune from the virus and we can leave the planet at any time now. And Also, it, like, don't the transporters have fucking, like, no. filters and shit? No. <laughs> Come on. I don't think they thought about that. Well, no, they talk about this in other episodes yeah. that they do. It doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, Ron, Captain Ron is like, oh, so you have the immortality serum then? Yeah, give me the serum. And he's like, there's no serum! There's no serum, you dumb bitch! <laughs> he fucking slaps him right in the mouth. Damn. That would have been great. Yeah. Instead, nothing been. happens. Oh, this uh, wasn't another five-minute-long karate fight? No. But uh, they're like... <laughs> 
the na the native's longevity is the result of evolution, and there's nothing you can extract that will make any difference, and there's nothing you can do to excuse the atrocities you committed. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Captain Ron goes nuts, and he takes yep. Kirk outside, and he's like, "Call the Enterprise and beam down a million phasers, and they'll do it because you tell them to." <laughs> <laughs> so fucking stupid. Kirk calls up to Sulu and he's like, "Hey, send down a million phasers." And Sulu's <laughs> like, "No, what are you talking yeah. about? Like, he's you like, need verification for that." Yeah. And Kirk's uh, and he's like, "Is the landing party in like danger?" And Kirk's like, "Nah, see ya." And he hangs up. And then Captain Ron's <laughs> like, "My compliments to your bridge crew." Like, what? Like, what the fuck? What did you think hell? was gonna happen, dude? <laughs> Why is this in the episode? I don't know. I don't know. Why is any of this an episode? Is Why the question. is this part? And they're in a different like part of the set. Like they're outside. Mm -hmm. It's like why are we out here? They made a part of the set for this. Oh my god! Uh, Kirk and Captain Ron have another long, boring fight. I knew it was coming. I knew it was soon. Where Kirk loses in every way you could possibly imagine. <laughs> Yeah, like literal Captain Ron fucking action figure karate chops yeah. a few like, times. Kirk kicks the gun out of his hand, and they both go for the axe. Captain Ron gets the axe. Captain oh. Ron attacks. And it's like, is our hero incompetent? Is that what we're learning? Is everybody fucking incompetent? But uh, <laughs> they get captured by the Yangs. Oh, here we go. This is where the bread and butter of this. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they're being held captive. And uh, in the interest of brevity, we find out that the Yangs and the Combs are actually mispronunciations of the Yankees and the Communists. Oh, my God. The biological war that almost destroyed the planet was the Cold War, which became a real war. Again, this is an alien planet wait, in the middle of wait, space. How? Yeah, like how? Like, there's a lot of TOS that seems to be based around the idea that every civilization is going to go through the exact same steps as Earth. Yeah, it's it's almost like yeah, it's almost like um. Like the infinite worlds theory, where it's like they're so far out in the universe, they've come across like themselves, right? Like, True. And in TOS, they do that every episode. Yeah, but it's like, yeah. If, why would you even explore things if, like, oh, here, here's another America? You know what I mean? Like watching some of these TOS episodes makes me understand why people don't like TOS. Yeah. Like, if, if I watched one or more of these episodes, like, Omega Glory in a row, I would swear yeah. off as well, I think. It all it all depends. It's like the luck of the draw when you were a kid. If you got, like, if TBS showed yeah. the Omega Glory and, like, like Spock's brain, you were done. That was it. Like you they weren't play, watching it. They play the drums, and <laughs> a guy comes in holding a tattered American <laughs> flag. And the fucking Stars and Stripes play in the fucking Star Trek sound font. He's fucking cradling it. It's on a pole. I laughed what? so fucking hard when that music started playing. Dude, I, dude, at this point I was like, you know what? I don't even, I don't know. <laughs> it was that like incredulous laugh. Like, I can't believe this is happening laugh. Like, oh. <laughs> 
it gets worse. It gets it gets better. It's yeah, it gets worse. better and worse depending on how you look at it. Oh my god, this is so dumb. And we learn that the Yang prisoner is the chief of the Yangs. His name is Cloud William, and Kirk and Spock start talking about how they're they're white Native Americans now. Yeah, this is when when. Uh, Kirk or I don't know maybe Bones is like oh they even started to look like Native Americans and I, I was think, like mm. I think Kirk says that and McCoy basically tells him he's full of shit he's like you're a real romantic <laughs> but then yeah. fucking Cloud Williams starts doing the fucking Pledge of Allegiance he's saying the Pledge of Allegiance of Allegiance in like pig Latin like it's like yeah. this weird Latiny like. I, like you kind of get what it is, I guess, just because of the cadence, and we all were also, like, "Also, they're playing the Stars and Stripes forever yeah. over it." <laughs> John Philip Sousa walks in, <laughs> playing a tuba. I don't know the and they're like, uh, "Oh, Kirk starts doing the Pledge of Allegiance as well." Which why the fuck would Kirk know that by heart? Yeah, and this dude, this is when I really started to hate this episode. Oh yeah, like. Cause then they're like, "How does he know the sacred words?" and and then they're like, "He must be the devil." Well, yeah, he's it's fucking uh, Captain Ron is like, "Oh, he was cast out of heaven." Look at look at Spock. He looks like the evil one, and it's like a drawing of Spock it's in like the Bible. Spock. It's like <laughs> Spock, like from like his like Academy days at a toga party, <laughs> and he's like doing a fucking. He has a stick for some reason. I don't know. It's like it is literally just a drawing of Spock. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's and then Cloud Williams like uh, he reads the greatest of holies. Yeah, which is as we we learn later is the Declaration of Independence. I I and I they have it. Here's my theory. Okay, these people are all descendants of Nicolas Cage from National Treasure, <laughs> which is how they got the fucking Constitution or the Declaration, whatever it That's is. How it turns out. Yeah. If you ever wondered where those movies are going, it's this episode of Star Trek. Why do they have the copy of it? Why do they have it? I d Why anything, Josh? But seriously, it's the fucking it's like not like the co like a version you get at the fucking No, it is shop. it's on the fucking parchment paper. It's the yeah. original. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Kirk is like, w the sacred legends promise that good always defeats evil, right? Let me fight oh Captain God. Ron. I've only lost to him four fucking times in this episode. These these people are fucking idiots. And then while the fight is happening, which is, again, another extremely boring fight scene. Here comes a, a French cop who's driving by. Wee, 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 wee. Go get him, boys. Um, Spock uses a telepathic ability he should not have. Yeah, he to... has straight-up telepathy. He doesn't have touch telepathy like other Vulcans. He has full-on fucking mind control powers. At this point, I was like, way to prove that you're the devil. Yeah, dude. this is some evil shit you're doing yeah. right now. He, like, makes the female... Yang, or Yank, Yang, Yang. She like yeah. gets the communicator, and uh, a bunch of landing party volunteers led by Sulu beam down with phasers. And so Might makes right; they take control of the situation, and they yeah. uh, they put 
Captain Ron in custody, and Cloud William is like, I will be your servant, Kirk. You are a god. It's to God to me. And yeah. Kirk is like, these holy words, these per- the- never in history have they been written as perfectly as they were here. <laughs> the greatest of holies, the Constitution <laughs> of the United States of America. He, do- he does say they've been written on many worlds, but never quite like this. Yeah. Which, and, uh, okay, uh, sure. And he, he reads the fucking Constitution to this group of people. <laughs> And Cloud Williams is like, we will obey the holy words forever. And Kurt Spock is like, didn't you just fucking violate the Prime Directive, dude? Dude, I'd have been like, how did they fucking get the Constitution, no, they don't, Spock? They do not give a fuck. Spock, I'm not breaking the Prime Directive. This is the Constitution. Like, the literal fucking... Yeah. Co- what What do we even have in the Library of Congress? Kirk is like, I just needed to explain to them the meaning of what they were fighting for. As Ugh. all the Yangs read the Constitution... And Kirk looks back with fucking tears in his eyes at, at the, the tattered U.S. flag, <laughs> and it plays fucking some more <laughs> Philip Sousa. And the episode fades out on the Enterprise heading off into space with fucking Yankee Doodle Dandy playing in the fucking Dude, background. He fucking cracks open a Bud Light. <laughs> There's a, there's a, the, the, the Yang chick has like a fucking American flag bikini on. Yeah, he, he like, walks over and he yeah. sits in his fucking lawn chair yeah. and starts spinning his pistol and firing it into the air. Yeah, she starts stripper pulling on the flagpole. <laughs> it's fucking, it's 4th of July, dude. Uh, this episode is embarrassing. It is embarrassing that this is a Star Trek episode. It's a ramp up. It's, it sure is a ramp up, right? This like, episode first, is six hours long. <laughs> And the parts we just described at the end take place in the last four minutes of the episode. That The fight with, with Captain Ron and Kirk goes on again for far too long. Like, they t- they do, like, the tie your hands together bit, which, like, like, like they're doing, like, a fucking beat it, you know? <laughs> like Michael yeah, Jackson Yeah, pretty style. much. Yeah. I don't know, man. This episode is, uh... You know, I could almost excuse the 1960s racism. I could almost excuse that. <laughs> it's a real Brita move of you right there. I could almost... Well, I could, like, wrap my mind around it, right? Like, I could be you like, You understand okay, where it came from. Yeah, yeah, it's the 60s, whatever. But then with the fucking Constitution, I don't even know where we're at. I have no idea where I'm standing right now. Fucking Robert Justman wrote a long memo to Roddenberry in which he pointed out the myriad flaws of this episode's script, but he thought it was too devastating and tore it up and just made a few suggestions orally instead. Yeah, smart move, dude. Quote, quote unquote, Roddenberry took the advice, but as anyone who's seen the episode knows, it didn't do much good. (laughs) Yeah, I, uh... I mean, is it supposed to be like a Vietnam thing? Like, is it no. China? Is it like this what, is like, this what? is a Cold War allegory, right? But but like, what? Why are they like Asian? Like, what? I feel is it like China. It, it, it was very much like a easier villain for the United uh, States of America to have them be uh, yeah, a non-white race as Co- well like as communists. Like Korea, too, yes. right? Like, Korea yeah. had just... Yeah, okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, I cannot believe 
that this made it to television. This like people who were like the worst episode of Star Trek ever, Spock's brain. No, this is far this is, outweighs Spock's brain. This is Spock's brain times five. Yeah, and I know we're like pretty like make fun of America on this show, and like we like are embarrassed by our stupid patriotic yeah, moron yeah. cousins uh-huh. in our country. Yep. <laughs> but like, uh, I none of this makes a fucking lick of sense. No, this makes no fucking sense. It's like, like what. This is the last television show on Earth that should be having a patriotic United States of America episode. This yeah, takes I place think... when there is no United States of America. Yeah, There's a it... world government on Earth. Yeah. It's not the United States anymore. It's like the North American continent, right? Yes. Like, like, there's no, like, you know, like how, like, America would be like a county in the country of the world, right? Yes. Like, the counties have been merged. There aren't America anymore. Like there, there is no American flag yeah. in the future. It's been replaced by the Earth flag, which is like you know a, the lesser flag than the UFP flag. Yeah, yeah. Like how we have a flag in Pennsylvania, which I don't know what it looks like, uh, it's, <laughs> and how the New Jersey flag is a seagull with a switchblade. <laughs> It is inescapable, the Maryland flag here. It is. No, oh, you know, everywhere. they put that shit on every. Dude, they love that shit. They're fu- your fucking college team has it on their helmet. Yeah, dude. dude they love that fucking flag. Like, every <laughs> restaurant has their logo with that on it. Look, it's the only thing they got going down. <laughs> that and crabs and crab seasoning. That's all they got, baby. Dude, you know what, though? Fucking Old Bay, I'm, I'm into it. Yeah, Old Bay's pretty good, I won't lie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Crystal, my wife Crystal got in trouble at work talking to some people. Not really, but she was like, <laughs> she was talking to some students, and they were like, oh, like I love Old Bay on this and Old Bay on that, and they were like, uh, Mrs. Pennington, what do you like Old Bay on? She's like, I don't know, I don't really have Old Bay at home. And they gasped. The class Ooh. audibly gasped. They're like, she's a witch! <laughs> Fucking murder! Get her! Uh, yeah. What was the point of this episode, Josh? Before, like, I, that's what I want to do f- during the second part here, because we still have like 10, 15 minutes before we take another break and come back and do the score at the end. Yeah. Um, what is this episode quick... about? Nothing. I, I honestly like. It's a lot of ideas in a melting pot of shit. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. America? How great we are? Who knows, man? I don't know. Well, how'd they get the Constitution? I'm not going to stop with this. How'd they get it? <laughs> I'm right there with you. Where did they get the Constitution? Why do they have an American flag? It doesn't make any sense. This planet. This is not a planet that was settled by It's not Earth a colony. People. Yeah. Like, these are aliens. They're not human beings. They are and aliens. The whole, like, the whole thing with the Prime Directive is fucking pointless if they have American flags and fucking... Yes. Like constitutions and shit. Like, did did that American flag? Did a spaceship go out into space with the actual constitution on it and then blow up? And then Nicholas Cage's spaceship. (laughs) (laughs) That franchise is gonna get real good. (laughs) He got the Masonic ancient alien ship from underground in the Mason (laughs) Temple, and he flew to Omega Four. I just. I could not imagine a scenario that is satisfactory in any way, shape, or form as to why the fuck they have the Constitution. This episode makes, like, the silliest Twilight Zone episodes 
look like fucking like Emmy winning amazing science. Like yeah, absolutely. I, I I don't know what the fuck. I just don't know, man. I honestly, I I, I when this show was done, when I was done, I was like, well, I did that. Okay, like, that was that was the we, thing. We make fun of Threshold a lot on this show because it yeah. is an extremely bad episode of Star Trek. Uh, this episode, the Omega Glory, is so much worse. I love how it's called the Omega Glory. Yeah. It's in the name. We should have known. We should have known that Old Glory was going to show up. Old Glory, yeah. It's... At least there are decent special effects in Threshold. At least, at least things happen. There's in a threshold. story. There's a plot. There's a there there's is, a payoff. There is not a plot to this episode until halfway fucking through it. Yeah, I don't know, man. This is this is really bad. And I I know that we're getting trolled right now from Sully. <laughs> I know we are. The I have a theory about what this episode is about. <laughs> I have all ears. I'd love to hear it. This episode is about how the United States Constitution and the way the United States brought freedom to the to the world. <laughs> can't even say it without laughing. Is the basis for which the Federation was made. Sure. That is why Kirk knows all this by heart. Sure. That is why he looks at the flag with fucking awe and, like, well, reverence in his fucking it's eyes. The, it's like how in school, like, I don't know, like, like later on you learned about, like, the Magna Carta, right? Like, the mm-hmm. Magna Carta was the basis for, like, what would become the the Enlightenment period, right? Like, yeah. there are all these different documents that, that do that. They, I think they talk about it in TNG. They reference, like... They're like, oh, the, also the Tellarite Constitution. Like, there's all these different, like, yeah. like sources where, and, and even Kirk says it in this episode. There's all, there's similar documents yeah, across the Yeah, but they the didn't galaxy. do it like this does, baby. No, 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 not like the Constitution, baby. <laughs> Roll that shit up and smoke it. The highest of highs. If you fucking <laughs> roll up the Constitution and smoke it, you'll be high for all of time. <laughs> That's why they don't I, want I, you touching it. <laughs> No, I it's think that that's, that's the purpose of this episode to like it's Gene Roddenberry's idea that the United States of America is the forerunner of the Federation. In yeah, later and, Star Trek, sure. uh, the United States of America is not treated reverently in any way, and it shouldn't be. Yeah, it, but like I know, I know, and like, like I said though, like the Constitution is a part of like the idea of america is not perfect but the federation is like the perfecting of that idea i get it's like a like you said melting pot earlier it's like the federation is the way i i wish america was and it is in some ways it's like a salad bowl right right it's nothing you gotta eat around the tomatoes (laughs) the white people yeah the the the, cum flavored uh, people the the white people (laughs) the uh the Federation and the United States, uh, in some ways, in some ways it isn't, but it should be a salad bowl. Everything is whole and complete in itself, but mm-hmm. put together, it creates something much better. Yeah, which is what the idea of America is supposed yes. to be. And, like, the Federation is um, that perfected, but it takes right. 
um, pieces of everything that came right. before that worked, and other planets like the Vulcan philosophies exactly. and the Tellurite philosophies and the Andorian philosophies, right. everything that worked and created harmony and peace in those societies is all put into the salad bowl. Yeah, it's uh, the salad bowl is not made of the Constitution. <laughs> Unless it's uh, from Panera, and they, they I think, make their salad bowls out of constitutions. <laughs> it's they like make their bread. salad bowls out of bread that's too old to feed dogs. <laughs> it's a bread, bread bowl. Bread in quotes. Yeah. Why does my bread bowl have we the people on it? <laughs> oh, uh, you just, got the big piece. That's just one of the constitutions we found from Omega-4. Omega-4 is made of constitutions. <laughs> it's like we have igneous yeah. rock, they have constitutions. This is straight up like Luke Skywalker's lightsaber in episode 7. Why the fuck is it here? The, I feel like this hurts my brain so much more, and that's a fucking accomplishment. That's what I'm saying. It's like, way worse, right? If you have any idea how the Constitution got there that is backed up by any information in this episode, please send it in to mclassemail at gmail.com. I'm actually interested to find out what the fuck you're making up because it's I not would the love, episode. Yeah, I would love to know, like, what your head cannon is. Mine is that it's uh, Nicolas Cage's grand great grandkids. <laughs> that's that's all I got. Mine is that this entire planet's entire history was the exact history of Earth up until so the Cold boring. War. That's so boring. It's the, it's boring and also incredibly fucking stupid. Yes. You know what? I'd take a fucking constitution wizard from Magus 2 over that. <laughs> it's me. just Satan. He has a constitution. <laughs> it's just the Satan, but he's wearing like a powdered wig. He's wearing a You mean George Washington? The real George Washington was a Satan from Magus 2. Oh you know my what? God. You've been waiting for our score the entire episode, and you're going to wait some more, motherfuckers, because we'll be right back after these messages. I can't wait. After these messages, we'll be right back. Holy cannoli, kids. I'm Mario, and I'm telling you, if you're not watching the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, you're going to turn into a Goomba. Don't be the last on your block to be playing with pasta power. Tune in for the wildest weekday fun in the universe. Join me, Luigi, Princess Toadstool, and Toad. We're going to kick some Koopa. Woo! The Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Afternoons at 4 in Channel 43's Kids Land. Welcome back, folks. It's that time again where we wheel out our patented Cochrane to Catfish warp scale of quality. <laughs> Why did we ever put it on one of those old wheelie out school board things? <laughs> we have it on the TV cart <laughs> that you watch fucking Bill Nye on when you were a kid. Are you the one who told me you got electrocuted by the TV cart? Or was that Paul? I, I think, think that was Paul. Paul. I yeah, definitely never got electrocuted by the cart. He was like excited because he was the cart guy, which is like you got to like dick around and not go to class. Yeah. <laughs> and then it electrocuted him and it he learned that day, but careful what you wish for. <laughs> never meet your heroes. Yeah, never meet your the <laughs> TV <laughs> cart. <laughs> Fuck. That sucks. 
All right, Josh. <laughs> do you want to go first or should I do it? Uh, I think I'll go first. Uh, I'm going to give this a three. Wow. <laughs> Is that high? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give it a three. That's quite high. Um, you know what? The Constitution. You got to give it a three. <laughs> No. Give it up for the Constitution. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Constitution is here. No, I'd give it like a two and a half. I'm going to go down to a two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, I don't know, man. This episode is hard to watch, dude. Like, in every aspect, it was oh, yeah. hard to watch. Absolutely. Like, uh, I was putting all of the fucking um, blame on Gene Roddenberry, but let's not forget the director... Uh, Vincent McAvity. Yeah. Who uh, just keeps cutting back to Spock's blank face every couple oh seconds God. during the fucking fight scene that lasts an hour. Vincent uh, Maca better episode, am I right? <laughs> Got him. Fucking get wrecked guy who's probably been dead for 30 years. That's where he belongs. <laughs> oh! Because <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's passed away. He belongs there. Yeah, it had to happen. Should have yeah. gone to Omega Four. You live forever, apparently. You live a thousand years on Omega Four. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give this episode a one because that is as low as you can go on the scale. You got you got going to give it a zero, like a like an impulse, like a point five. <laughs> like we, we've established, because I gave Threshold a one. Yeah, uh, that one is as low as you can possibly go on the scale. Yeah. So this episode gets a one. This is, uh, it's unseated threshold as my uh, most hated episode of Star Trek. I Actually, can't... my most hated episode, I guess, was um, the, what the fuck was it called? Uh, the one where the, it's like the racist black planet. Oh, uh, yeah. It's very similar to this episode, really. Well, it's it's pretty. They're both somewhat equally racist. Yeah, Code yeah. of Honor. Code of Honor. Yeah, yeah, that was my least favorite Star Trek episode. Now it's this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's a combination <laughs> of being uh, racist, incredibly boring, yeah. and also like jingoistic on top of it. Yeah, it's very like I, I can't I can't help but feel like a pro vietnamness to this right like i mean it's uh it's pretty well timed yeah i mean it's that. this is the middle of the worst part of the vietnam war right like 68 69 like yeah i i i just uh i don't know i don't even know why i gave it a two and a half i'm going bound to a two <laughs> You're a you're you're a generous man, Josh Henderson. I'm giving it a two because I like the the balls to just have the Constitution be there <laughs> is fucking wild. On the parchment it was originally printed on. It's <laughs> Did they have like a fucking like Thomas Jefferson? Like did he exist on this planet? Yes. What the it's fuck? It's all the same names. They all are, they named themselves the same names. They just knew. Man, reality's crazy. It's like, it's on top of all the stuff I said, uh, and again, I will stress, it is painfully boring. Uh, yeah. there, there are no interesting concepts in the entire episode. 
Uh, there are no good performances in the entire episode, except maybe Kirk being disappointed in Captain Ron. That's a decent one. Uh, yeah, it's Spock's, okay. Spock's really stupid. Like he's like actually dumb in this episode. Yes. yes. Also, um, there are plenty of canon problems in this episode. Yeah, but like the there one, aren't enough cannons. The, <laughs> there aren't enough cannons to go along with the Stars and Stripes song. <laughs> But the uh, the one that really chaps my ass is that Spock has real fucking mind control powers in it for some reason. Yeah, he's full blown like Betazoid or whatever. Like, it, yeah, like I know like Vulcans are like telepathic slightly, yeah. but like no, they're like touch telepathic. Though. Yeah, like, the, you can telepathically yeah. communicate with them, but they can't like send you a fucking message. Yeah, this is like a little bit like overpowered. Like they gotta nerf the Vulcans, right? Yeah, like, Originally, you can't, you can't have I learned like from doing a little research on this episode, by the way. John Lyric had Fun Fact of the Week. Originally, oh Spock was listed as having strange and unusual powers over women. What? Like in the original series pitch. He was, yeah, he was also supposed to be red and devil-looking. What's, what's with that? But as we all know, the devil is a Vulcan in the Bible. We've seen and, the yeah. drawing. The devil is Spock at a Halloween party in, like, 2347, whenever he went to the Academy. And he was, like, coerced by, like, one of his roommates. Yeah, like, he's like, this Spock, is quite man, illogical. You have to go to this party. Everyone's going to be there. And there was he's an like, Omega, Omega 4 <laughs> guy in the corner sketching on the Bible. And, <laughs> the devil is here. <laughs> He had a vision. He wakes up from a nightmare. It's just a fucking Starfleet party. <laughs> Fuck, dude. That's cool. Look, that makes way more sense. We just made that make yeah. way more sense. That's like a, the Lower Decks retcon to make it yeah. make sense. Yeah. I just... I hate this episode so much. Like, I was watching it, and I was I was getting angry towards the cent- the middle of it. I was like, nothing is happening! I was so bored. I almost fell asleep. I was so bored. Yeah, I started the episode feeling kind of sleepy. That was a mistake. Uh, that was a mistake, because I did almost fall asleep several times. But I had gotten so angry by the middle of the episode that nothing was happening. And then when something did happen, I... I did a little face palm. I did a little slap yeah, in the face. I woke up because I laughed when the flag came out. The fucking music. <laughs> so good. It's like a fucking MIDI. Oh, it's like the like the people who do like famous songs in the Mario sixty four sound font. Mm. It's it's like famous patriotic tunes in the Star Trek sound font. God, just why, why? Why did we... Why, Sully? Why? <laughs> Sully knew what he was doing when he did this collection. I mean, like, like, if, like, to be fair to Sully, this is, like, the quintessential, like, fucking up of the practice. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, this is as textbook as you can yeah. possibly get. He went down it's, to the planet and used the... Took over by using a phaser in front of everyone a bunch. Killed a bunch of people with it. Yeah. And then tried to exploit their resources for his own personal gain. But then it turned out also that it didn't even really matter because this is just America. So yeah. I don't know. I don't even know where we're at right now. Uh, did he really break the Prime Directive if this is the America planet? 
This is the the good, the good guys versus communist planet. It's the same thing with. Are we gonna watch this episode later? I don't know the Enterprise episode where it's the Wild West. Like, oh like, yeah, they're like abductees, right? That like settled in the west of like, this planet. Like that makes sense, though. Yeah, like, no, it makes like there's sense. the new New Eden or whatever. The yeah, episode yeah. of um, Discovery with uh, like the second one with Pike. Yeah. Like, um, they were people who were transplanted onto another planet from Earth. That would make perfect yeah. fucking sense why they would know the Constitution and shit. But that we makes. We don't the, get any of that. That makes the uh, Prime Directive kind of like gray, though, right? Yeah, At that it point. Does. Like, well, that's, that's sort of the whole point of that episode. Yeah. Which, is that on the collection, actually? I, just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just thought about that. Could be. I looked at the episodes last night, but I, I'm. Really bad with names, so I don't know. I, I'm pretty, I I'm pretty good with names. Friendship One? Oh, oh Children seven. of the Comet. I think that's the same episode. No, it's a season one episode, and it's Strange New World. So never mind. I'm a, that's I'm the a one, moron, it turns out. I think that's the one where the those, like, Alorians, not Alorians, whatever uh, fucking number one is. Don't um, they turn into like? No, ghosts? that's the the children <laughs> of the comet is the one where they're uh, they find out a comet is going to strike a planet, uh, and uh, there's a like an ancient relic buried on the comet's surface that like that's is right. uh, it's like an ancient reliquary of knowledge, and if that's they reroute right. it, uh, they'll be breaking the prime directive. That's uh, yeah. or general okay. order one anyway. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's, like, I remember I that one being it. pretty good. That's all right. Uh, not like this one, which was as bad as you can get to me. I think this yeah, is nothing, the worst one. going to be worse than this. And we're watching a season seven, episode 20 of Voyager. <laughs> I can't believe that's going to be good. <laughs> if season seven is the marker quality for... Of any... And a season seven TNG, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's... We're getting into some shit here. Fuck you, Sully. Absolutely <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> This episode is fucked, man. Like, it has all of the hallmarks of a bad episode of Star Trek. It has, like, bad acting. It has uh, weird, of-the-time racism and ideals. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, like, you could even argue that, like, the reason why Spock brain controls the woman is because she's a woman and would be easier to control her dumb woman mind. You could absolutely argue that. Like, yeah. this episode has fucking everything in it. It's all the hits. All the greatest hits of 1960s sexism and racism. And In your home for four easy payments of free. Just just bad writing all around. Bad directing. Like, the cinematography is very boring and flat. There are... We didn't even talk about that. There are parts when they do, like, this artificial zoom. Where oh, they, like, God, yeah. They, like, pan and scan to, like... Like a an, fucking old yeah. kung fu movie. Like, yeah, but without but not, the cool sound effect. Without the charm, yeah. There's no... No. There's no it, it's, charm. None of it is purposeful, either. Like, no one is zoomed in on when they're gonna have a specific line of dialogue or something. They're just zoomed in on. Yeah, this is a... This is... This guy is bad at directing. <laughs> I don't and know. like, there's, uh, there's a problem with television all the way up to the '69 era, like when we switched over, where yeah. all of the characters in a scene are just bunched the fuck together. Yeah, and good directors knew how to get around that, where they would have uh, 
characters further away from the screen so they could be balanced, like, placed more naturally. Yeah, yeah. But, like, all I can think about is the scene when they beam in and the guy's gonna be beheaded and there's 30 guys standing on there's the frame like, and you can't see like, anything. It's like a mess, yeah. It's like a muddled... It's like, what am I even looking at? Yeah. Because it's, it's so unnatural. Like, that wouldn't be how that would look, yeah, they're right? All, like, why? They're all standing, like... Not yeah. even inches away from each other. They're all touching. Why would there. you be next to the guy who's getting his head cut off? Like, that yeah. doesn't make sense, yeah. Like, some people's arms are coming with that head, is all I'm saying. Yeah, someone's getting at least some fucking Gallagher splatter in the front row. <laughs> and he's, what's crazy is they were they had that big chair and everything. Like, why does this guy have a big chair? Why, this is the, <laughs> the, the Omega Gallagher glory. <laughs> oh! That's, oh, that's why we I'm, make the big bucks, folks. I'm dying. <laughs> Please let that be the last joke I ever hear. This uh, this episode is bad. It's a very, very bad episode of M-Class Podcast. Yeah, I'm giving it a one and a half. Oh, you're down to one and a half. Oh, my God. If I keep the episode going long enough, will Josh get the one? <laughs> I'm giving it a 1.4. Oh my god, I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> yeah, I can do whatever I want. It's, uh, thank the you, Sully. The Constitution says I can do whatever it's I true. want. We the people. <laughs> it's the fucking Ron Swanson. Do you have a permit? And he's like, oh, yes, yeah, of right course here. I do, right here. This just says just you can says, do whatever you want. I can do whatever I want. Um,. <laughs> Thank you, Sully, for uh, foisting this collection upon us Ugh. with uh, an absolutely terrible beginning episode. I feel like we have a lot of fun shitting on some episodes, yeah. so it was good to start with this one. Um, I feel like I feel- there, there's a little trepidation to put bad episodes into collections now because we had the... The one time where we had a full collection of shitty episodes. We just got grumpy. And by the time we were like, oh, like at the last one. Uh, you got to pepper in a few yeah, winners. Intersperse them. Intersperse them. Yeah. I mean, this makes us look like non-biased, though, because we are shitting on TNG. And I know that's like kind of punching. Sorry, TOS. We are kind of like punching down a little bit. But I feel like we got a ton of shit for like Discovery. Yes. But... I mean, well, the thing about Star Trek is, like, Discovery isn't, like, special in that yeah. it's bad. Like, it's it's special in that most of the episodes are bad, but there are bad yeah. episodes of every Star Trek. Oh, God, yes. Except DS9. DS9 has its problem episodes. Alamarine, Lemon Meringue. <laughs> I think DS9 is more hits than misses, though. Yeah, by um, far. Even the bad episodes of DS9, I could sit through. I could yeah, watch. I will never watch this episode again. Unless yeah, I'm it's for delete charity it from my or something. Brain. What if we have to do like a charity where it's like we have to watch this episode for like eight hours? Uh, could, could we do it? I feel like if we made enough money for the charity, like if we got to the second watching and we hadn't made over $1,000 yet, wow. Uh, I would shut it down. <laughs> That's that's a lot. We're done here. <laughs> we're done. We're done here. This isn't. Those kids are gonna have to go without cancer treatment. Yeah, sorry, everybody. Sorry, deathbed kids. It's the way we should have picked a different one than Omega Glory. Maybe you'll be born on a better planet like Omega Four. Where the, <laughs> wait a minute, 
It's the same planet. This is Omega-4, you damn dirty savages. You blew it up with viruses. Um, Don't write any... Th- if you're a writer right now, like, we are professional writers, of course. Sure, sure. Check out Story Lords, our other podcast for It's in the that. name. Uh, we're, we're, of course, lords of writing. And you're writing something right now, and the idea comes into your brain to call someone savages? Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those words you avoid now. Let's try not to include that in our settings. That's a bad connotation, guys. <laughs> you're definitely Nobody ever said the word dire- savages in a good way. <laughs> you're directly making, you're making a direct comparison here to a real-world thing, which you might not want to be dipping into. Yeah. Anyway. Unless it's like funny or like, it's like <laughs> ironic or something. I don't know. You could do it, but like, you, I, you gotta it, be pretty. If you say it fully ironically, it, um, it could be funny, but you gotta really know it's funny. I don't coast on that. Anyway, um, <laughs> the uh, just protecting my own ass now, baby. <laughs> Cover that ass. I would like to take this opportunity to thank Vitizen for the use of his track Outer Space Race for our theme song. You can find Vitizen's music anywhere better music is found or sold on the internet and at vitizen.card.co. That's card with two R's. And you know, I know what you're thinking. Jeff, Josh, how do I keep this great show going? You've been doing it for seven fucking years, but I want seven oh my more. Oh god, I'm so old and I'm dying yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Um, I want seven more years. How do I assure that I'm going to get more M-Class podcasts? Well, you can do that by, uh, just like on PBS, we continue to do this show with support from viewers like you. Yeah, we're going to have Elmo on next week. Uh, No, we're not. We're not having Elmo on. (laughs) If we had a Muppet on, it would not be Elmo. It'd be Grover. He's the best one. Grover is the best one for sure. I feel like Grover. Oscar the Grouch would fit into our vibe more, though. <laughs> yeah. Especially if we're doing another Omega Glory. Didn't they buy him a house or something? And doesn't, like, a little girl live in the trash can? <laughs> what? <laughs> did, I, did I dream this? Was this a dream I had? I don't know. I haven't kept up with Sesame Street like I should. I feel... <laughs> Uh, you are really falling behind on your numbers. It's true. Um, if you awesome. would like to keep the show going, you'd like to support us, you need to head over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast, where for as little as a dollar you get access to behind-the-scenes posts, wallpapers of every episode, and a Discord full of your fellow Trek boys who love the Trek experience just as much as you do. Uh, fully trekked out fucking whacked-out weirdos. You'll love them. Yeah. And for a little bit more, you get access to other podcasts we do, like Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit, uh, Jeff and Josh Talk Over Movies, which we really need to fucking actually set a date for. Yeah, they uh, got they just got a uh, Story Lords redesigned, though, uh, yeah. up on the Patreon. If, if, so you're, if you're a... St- oh, yeah, I'm actually going to put that up on our Patreon as well. That's I'll do that, that's I'll why, do that today, I think. That's why I said it, because I knew you were going to do that. Well, thank you for reminding me. <laughs> Oh, I didn't remind you. I just knew you knew. No, I needed the reminder, buddy. Stop. Just go with it. I'm smart, actually. (laughs) Uh, I cannot believe in this day and age we're charging one fucking dollar for all the stuff you can get on Patreon. Oh, my God. We got to raise that up. I I cannot believe that. (laughs) Um, We'll see how long you fuckers can do that to us. But no. (laughs) 
head on over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast and help us out. And if you need any info about the show, you should definitely head over to mclasspodcast.com where uh, there's um, whatever the last episode is, there'll be art of that that I did for it, exclusive art. There's uh, our collection that we're doing currently and links to everything that we've ever done, including a fan wiki, which I don't know if anyone updates anymore or not, but it's on there, and a comprehensive document list of every episode we've ever covered from every series. Amazing, including links that take you to the SoundCloud of every episode. So that's great. That's uh, I've great. put in a lot of work on that website. Please fucking pass it around. Yeah, pass it around like a, but don't bogart it. You know, like puff puff pass. Like when you smoke like the salt that the dudes in this episode came out. <laughs> when you do the bath salts that came out of other yeah. officers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that all I have to say about this? I think so. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, we it's been an episode. We appreciate each and every one of you, and uh, we'll be back in two weeks with another episode of M Class Podcast. Bye bye. Featuring Grover. He's not going. He's not be featured. He's not I'm mentally ill. Trip with your ball.